and welcome to The Real Study with your hosts, Mr. Snippets. So like two teams with that movie, it seems like either people love it or <laughs> they love hate it. it. Okay, oh I, God, I, I do too. That, I do I too. Yeah. Black Girl Marvel. I cried laughing. That was hilarious. <laughs> Tyler Makes Films. It's meant to, for us to kind of contemplate. Like, I don't think his response to me is completely appropriate. Like, it makes sense that he would react that way. All the movie things. I think the thing I, I why I enjoyed it more, too, was the fact that we were going to talk about it from this perspective. Lieutenant Commander Ray. I can watch them. I never find anything wrong with them. I love them every single time I watch them. And this absolutely qualifies on that list. And me, the real study movie voice guy. I probably would have, like, been in love with this movie as well if I had watched it earlier, like when it came out or maybe right after. Let's go to the poster wall. Good evening and welcome to The Real Study. My name is Mr. Snidbits and with me as always is Black Girl Marvel, all the movie things, Lieutenant Commander Ray. We also have Tyler. He's hiding in the background. You can't see him right now, uh, but we also have back with us for this series of films is Mr. Marvelite with the Terminator series. So we've got a ridiculously full house. Tonight we will be discussing Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines as well as Terminator Salvation. So we're right smack in the middle of the whole franchise. Uh, and of course... There are many, many more things for us to discuss. Um, we've actually uh, got a, a kind of a new adjacent show that I'm doing called Real Arena, uh, where contestants will compete against each other for their movie knowledge to show who is the supreme movie nerd, I guess. Um, and it's a, a variety of movie games, guessing the movie games, stills, etc. Uh, so check that out. That's on both Nerd Initiative and The Real Study. You can find that pretty much everywhere. Uh, it's worth worth seeing. You will find Mr. Marvelite uh, on the next episode. He is, of course, going to try to go toe-to-toe with Janine Debeen and uh, the reigning champion currently, who is Cell Phone Wallet and Keys. Uh, Lala was, of course, uh, one of the original champions, or original contenders, I should say, or contestants, and uh, I think she said it was a, a good time, so check that out. Uh, La, speaking of which, uh, you, you have some social media announcements. Um, as always, humans, follow us on everything. We appreciate all the support that you give. We are on all social media, The Real Study, R-E-L, study. Come talk to us. Join our Discord. There you can request it for us to watch a movie or a TV show or something. But we do have veto power. We rarely use it, if ever. But we have it in the chamber just in case we want to shoot down your ideas. But we rarely do. But join us. Follow us on all social media. Follow us all separately. It'll be in all the informations and stuff like that. And we thank you for being here and joining us for today's podcast. <laughs> I always use veto power, says Brian. I love it. Uh, all right. So I know that uh, there's always movie news propping up. Anything anybody has that they really want to bring up this week? Um, I know we had the Emmys, which is not as much in our forte, but it still happened. Um, and then, of course, the fallout from the... Kieran Culkin and, you know, uh, Pedro Pascal back and forth has, has been fun to watch things like that. But uh, any news you guys have that you want to bring up or movies you're excited yeah. about? 
No, okay. I mean, it's still January. We know that January is kind of a you know dead time of year. Uh, but I know that uh, all the movie things did go to see a movie this week. Uh, why don't we go ahead and hear from him uh, about that movie? And I'm going to turn it over to you, sir. Awesome. Um, so I got to see All of Us Strangers um, with Andrew Scott. Uh, sorry, I'm pulling it up here. Um, What's his name? Mescal? Yes, Paul Mescal. So Andrew Scott and Paul Mescal, Claire Foy Paul and Mescal. Jamie Bell. And uh, there was a, a limited release last year, so it's officially like a 2023 release, but it's finally like in a more wide release. Um, and I knew very little going into it. I, I, I just heard so many great things about it. Uh, but plot wise, I knew very little. And yeah, I, first thing I will say is that Andrew Scott was robbed of a BAFTA nomination because uh, that that film got multiple nominations from the BAFTAs except for Andrew Scott, and he definitely deserved it. It was incredible. Um, ripped my heart out. Um, <laughs> Tearjerker. Very much cried. Yeah, it's it's powerful, um, and and then and a lot of that is attributed to Andrew Scott's performance. He's, it just feels so natural and like just effortless for him in this film. And Paul Mescal and and uh, Andrew Scott's chemistry is really great in this. Like that also just felt really natural. I mean, it's really great. Um, the basic plot is Andrew Scott is uh, a gay man. There, there's kind of a, a joke in there about about queer versus gay like there's kind of a funny thing there they they, they talk about with each other um but and it kind of starts this relationship with paul mescal's character but he was also like he's a writer ironically he's a screenwriter and it's there's a joke about screenwriters in there too like he talks about like uh oh, i'm not a proper writer i'm a screenwriter <laughs> i write screenplays uh and i was like oh but anyway uh but the, the film is it's just really great. It's it's beautifully shot too. There's a lot of like um a lot of play with like reflections just from the very opening shot too. There's like this really great re reflection of Andrew Scott that comes in. But throughout the film, there's this like theme of reflection and they play with that visually. Um mm -hmm. and really, yeah, just like so that there's like a whole metaphor with, you know, reflection and reflecting on your past and and the the whole thing is he's lost his parents like when he was a little boy and, and he ends up like visiting his parents yeah so it's like it's like he's visiting the ghosts of his parents he goes to the, to the old to his old house and like he visits them and he like there's a scene where he comes out to his mom you know and these are like flashback sequences like, i assume no they're not flashbacks like oh. he's an adult and he's visiting his parents at the like they were the age so they died in, in a car wreck and when he was a, a boy and then he as an adult man visits them and they are the same age that they were you know when interesting they had passed and yeah it's 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 a great I, I won't say any more than that because there's a lot more elements I, to it i want to ask but, this if you're yeah. if you're still fresh off a uh of a death would that be a hard movie yeah. to watch okay okay yeah yeah i mean because like I lost my parents and it was definitely bringing up stuff like that. And that, and that's, that's where Andrew Scott's performance is incredible. There's like so many moments where it's just like, yeah, like you were just 
right there with him, you know? All right. Um, and I, I think you don't need to have lost someone to really feel, you know, unless you're not an empathetic person, empathy. maybe <laughs> then you right, might, exactly. then you might <laughs> need that, but then yeah. 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 Don't, don't watch it. But, uh, <laughs> but other than that, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I give it like four and a half stars. Oh, wow. Letterbox. That's yeah. It's incredible. So that's a nine on the real study. Yeah. yeah All yeah. right. It's, solid that's, that's a solid rating all right anybody else see anything like brand new that they want to talk about at all that i i didn't mention before the show or do we want to delve into some more terminator uh <laughs> oh, i rewatched uh la la land i've been watching like musicals for some reason i don't know nice, oh, nice nice i still can't get 20 minutes into la land la la land without turning it off i i don't know what it is oh man it's not that i don't like musicals i love musicals it's it, it's just it's it's a it's a musical like it's like a traditional oh, yeah. like 50 uh-huh. style musical brought to the modern time and i just i'm I just love watching that beginning scene What's because he's the shut down in music that you like versus, I guess, what you're considering a classic musical. I haven't seen La La Land, but I love musicals. So, so I would yeah. say it's like Chicago in that same way. They're, they're very similar types oh, of musicals okay. where the it's so there's three types of musicals. There's ones that are just music all the way through, which are really rare. Mm-hmm. There's the ones that are this type of musical, which is talking, and then as soon as it becomes time for song, song takes over. And that is mm-hmm. the means. And then there's the like mixed talk, you know, repo genetic opera style musicals oh, yeah, that yeah. I, I into the woods yeah, where I just want to, I just want to, I run oh. screaming out of those. <laughs> so I really normally would like yeah, La La, La Land being movies. in a traditional movie, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is so far. Maybe I just need to get to a certain hook or something that'll grab me. I'll, I'll give it a third try. And actually it doesn't have a whole lot of like music parts actually like after like watching right. it sometimes you're like there's actually like maybe like three or four songs total like really that really are like the rest there's the first like, one and then when she, as soon as she's talking about staying home and or no going to work instead of going out with the girls mm-hmm. there's another musical there or another song there so like that's in the first 15 minutes so and I, I guess I'm gonna try sort of singing I guess he's kind of like oh, yeah it's like the life. yeah because he's like a, a jazz pianist yeah. you know so he so it almost feels like that really isn't the, like a musical element yeah. you know because he that's his job but mm. but yeah mm-hmm. like so i see yeah all right see what they're saying yeah but yeah no try to try to push through that traffic scene i will <laughs> i do i do want to get it under my belt um yeah. a lot of the movies i've been watching lately are still older um i watched werewolf of london uh one um i watched uh what else did i watch this week not much. Um, I've been doing a lot of other work, but anyway, how, how about you, Ray? Any new movies? Any any movies that just pop off the top of your head, other than Terminator? Um, no, actually, I've been rewatching Discovery because the new season is supposed to come out in the next mm. like couple of months. Nice. Got to get ready for it. Got to know all the little ins and outs, of course. How about you, Marvelite? Anything? You know, it's funny. I'm sitting here trying to rake my brain. Like, what have I been watching lately? And it's all been anime. I promise you. Like, oh, that's wow. all I'd have to talk about. Like, I, I just got caught up on solo leveling. So that's like all I've been kind of like thinking about. So yeah, no movies uh, lately. I know. Except lot. for oh, go ahead. Rise of the Machines, and I, I'm, I'm mad at you for that. <laughs> hey, I didn't request it, and as a group, we accepted it. So this is really kind of a you can blame us all, if you will. Yeah, okay. 
<laughs> yes, Ray will feel attacked. Uh, since Law is having some computer difficulties, uh, I, I believe she's done a new series on her TikTok and YouTube channel where you can go see her review a new movie every day. New to her, I should say. Some of them are new, some of them are older, uh, but she is doing a whole series on that, so you guys can check that out as well. Um, so yeah, let's move on to uh, discuss, discussing uh, the Terminator movies, as well as the, the inevitable discussion of the timeline that we're going to no doubt get back into. Um, why don't we start um, with uh, Tyler? Uh, we're going to start with you because I, wouldn't, I wanted to quickly hear from you about Terminator Terminator 2 because you weren't here last week. So give us your feelings on those and then we'll, we'll move forward. Oh yeah, I think I, I love like the, I love the first one like a lot. I think the first time I watched it when Blockbuster was still around, uh, <laughs> Block what? It and I was like Blockbuster, <laughs> Walmart, no, um, Walmart, Air Arrow, like, well Walmart's still around, but <laughs> uh, yeah, like I I remember liking it a lot. I remember being like really scared of it because I think when I watched it, I was like. Oh seven or eight probably like around the same time my dad showed me alien when i probably shouldn't have watched alien mm -hmm. <laughs> good dad yeah <laughs> um i remember well and then re-watching it i didn't get to talk about it last week but re-watching it i thought i had remembered a lot of the different scenes mm -hmm. a certain way like yeah, i don't know yeah, i was yeah. having like a mandela thing like the her last line when she's like uh i thought she said you're terminated motherfucker but she actually says right. something else. just fucker yeah. yeah she's like <laughs> i was like oh that's not as cool as everybody <laughs> um but i also and once we get to like these films i i like the first one a lot because it was a sci-fi like horror film and then it the franchise just slowly started to become something else even though i do like the second terminator because james cameron is really good at like i think sequel things like i like mm -hmm. alien yeah like he's he's really good at like taking the foundation of something and then enhancing it in or like mm -hmm. doing something just different amping it up completely yeah. like out of bounds but yeah anyways first two are good uh rise of the <laughs> messy messy machines mm -hmm. um yeah i think we were talking about it earlier it kind of felt like it, it was right around that time when everybody like cgi started becoming like a big thing and you just had to put cgi and everything it wasn't it wasn't to like enhance things anymore it's more like we if we can do it we're gonna do it like um but watching like the opening of this movie it was like it was weird like okay this is very specific but there's a scene where like it goes underwater right and you see one skull i'm like oh, oh yeah that's a callback and they're like more skulls because cgi and we can do it and i'm like that's oh, yeah that's cool comes back up just as like a collage of just cgi mess just everywhere and then i don't know I just, I already kind of like felt a certain way about it as I was going into it. <laughs> Even though I was like, it's supposed to be exciting, right? Like this is supposed to be like the moment before the, you know, judgment day or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I don't know, there's very dated things like <laughs> the opening scene with the, the big thing was like, oh, it's a Terminator, but she's a woman. But You're right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then there's a part where she looks at the Victoria's Secret billboard and like her little boobies and we're just like, oh, okay, that's like, <laughs> all right. That didn't really like do anything. I don't know what. It God. didn't even help her in the situation. The cop didn't change what no, like, he like, nothing need to do that. Right. <laughs> just it kill was... the guy and move on. Like, that's all you gotta do. Like, 
I think that's something the third and fourth films suffer in a little bit more with the Terminators, but we can definitely get into that. Mr. Marvelite, what did you think of Terminator Rise 3, Rise of the Machines? Terminatrix, that's right. That's what they call her. I had lots of hopes for this. I really would have loved the original John Connor to come back for this. They didn't do that. That didn't work out. But at the same time, realizing how this kind of fits into everything, I'm so glad he didn't. Um, again, uh, kind of like good pulling off of what Tyler said. You know, you you bring in you bring in this thing, and I think I mentioned it last week. You you have this 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 female actor. She's going to be the first, ter- you know, first female Terminator. You're going to make her the big bad. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's great. The first thing you do is make her augment her breasts. And it's like, right. really? Like, you you turn something that could have been very positive. Again, this is 2003. We're talking about a time where you would think that we were a little bit more, you know, aware of our surroundings. And yet we've come, we, we've come so far, but have so far to go. And and absolutely, it, it kind of that immediately pulled me out of this. Um, I liked the concept of her being the next step from the T one thousand. I think that's that would that was the, the most important thing. Like if this this movie, which it did, do do everything wrong, um, there were certain things that had to build up. There had to be a progression of who was sending the Terminator back, which there was. There had to be a purpose that was different from the from the previous films, which there was. Um, it had to be, there had to be an explanation as to why, though the last, the last film seemed to be a good, you know, end to everything, with the exception mm-hmm. of the first, because the first there was the promise, Judgment Day was coming, second one Judgment Day, Day was stopped, but actually mm-hmm. it was just delayed, yeah. and then, and then in the third one you have this idea of Judgment Judgment Day was inevitable. Which I kind of think like undid some of the things from Terminator Two when you have there's no fate but what you make, and and again we we get a little bit down the road and you kind of understand yeah, the kind idea of talk, that kind of talk about the that. fate that you yeah. make you you alter. We talked a little bit about the you know yeah. the the paradox of that, but the 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 characters were very unmemorable. I think the Doctor was the only thing that was really you know more of a pullback from anything else. Um, I feel like John Connor's progression from being a a kid that was he, he was a tough kid like you wanted to be that kid you know in Terminator 2 and then in Terminator 3 you look at him like he's he's a putz like that's the best way I could say it like he's he's just he's he's paranoid he has the abilities you never see him actually really do the abilities other than he knows to go to a vet to find certain drugs um but he's 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 a shell of the character that you kind of built up and and though you know you're you're you are supposed to shift gears to a different character um it's not clear it's very muddled and it was just very disappointing to me mm-hmm. that's fair that's fair how about you ray i know you you have a fancy for the whole series even though you believe it has its ups and downs what what do you think of terminator 3 um so yeah i when i rewatched it today i actually took a lot of notes um i don't really ever watch this one i do own it but i haven't i don't watch it very often um and i kind of want to like before i get to like my analysis kind of um at the end there tony the thing that made me um really changed my mind i i actually think that there's a fair amount of characterization for john in this movie um have you ever been stalked before have you ever had a stalker? 
not as well some get ready be. because um the reason i asked the next that step is of the real study <laughs> if you have something that stalks or haunts you you will become the shell of the person you were um it's not like an extreme situation but uh i got into a car accident a few years ago and the guy that i hit it was his fault but i was behind him um he called me repeatedly for probably like four weeks and i had to get the insurance involved i had to call the cops on him but like every time i got a phone call from a number i didn't know i was really like i was so nervous and concerned so imagine that his entire life he's been fed this future that he thought he stopped so from the moment he was born sarah was preparing him and we see him this kind of jaded teenager and you mentioned this last week like it was like oh he was like kind of thought it was a game until he realized it was real and then from that moment he goes through this harrowing ordeal and he thinks that they've stopped judgment day but we can see in this movie he never believed that and that's why he was so off the grid Mm. and living in the shadows trying to avoid um having to one fulfill your purpose because he knew that he was supposed to be the leader of the resistance Mm -hmm. but hoping that you don't have to because you don't want that future to actually be there when you get to the future and he did and that's exactly what happened is he's living in his car he's kind of living in you know what i mean he's off the grid like he describes and then only to think that he's like oh dang he used to stop and breaks into this veterinary clinic and it ends up that his future punches him in the face right he ends up Mm -hmm. reconnecting with Catherine and now we find out that at this point in the story like you kind of said the progression like John sends Kyle back and then they they send the Terminator back and then now John is dead and Catherine sends the Terminator back mm-hmm. to at least try and protect portions of the of the rebellion who are going to be able right. to stop this from happening and he's like oh <clears throat> now if you if you thought you had stopped something from happening didn't ever believe you did and now you know for sure you never did that you would be or like, me okay. never will that's why exactly. Yeah. Um, and so that moment in um, when he breaks into um, the uh, mausoleum and the, all the guns are in Sarah's casket and he he falls into full despair because he's like, what what is the point? Right. Right. What is the point? So I do believe that there is actually characterization growth. For, I don't think it's a good movie. I, I, believe me, there are a lot of flaws, but I don't think the flaws are in the story or the connective tissue. It's in the way that they made the movie. So I, I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Brian, what do you, what do you think of Terminator three? Then we'll go to law. Um, yeah, I, this is only the second time I've seen it and I was forced to do it this time so <laughs> that says an, a lot right there but uh <laughs> this movie like man like as soon as i started watching it again i was like oh that oh, hurts um and and like it's like like law said a lot of the thing or i'm um, sorry erase said a lot of the things that i um fully like agree with too like 
John's characterization like makes sense to me, you know. Um, plus, I think about like he probably wasn't like Sarah had raised him, you know, with all this training and all this like knowledge, but that probably stopped after you know Terminator Two Judgment Day. It's like okay, we we prevented this. We don't need to mm -hmm. do any more training anymore, you know, because it's done. But you know, John probably loses all those abilities and those skills as he gets older, but he still has his paranoia, you know, like mm -hmm. we mentioned. Um, I do like the concept of like that they bring up in this film of like, yeah, we just delayed Judgment Day, you know, and and the like kind of crazy timeline of like they send, sending these two Terminators back almost immediately before Judgment Day is about to happen. Like that's... Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. pretty intense. Um, and then just having to survive, you know, like like that realization when they go to that bunker where he, John thinks, okay, we're gonna we're gonna like prevent it from happening again, but really it's just like, no, I just sent you here to to keep you alive, you know, mm -hmm. like that's pretty. I did like that part. Like, yeah, that's like, yeah. oh, it's kind of that's that's a that's heavy, but yeah, just like so many things like you. You know, you think you're going to have this, like, feminist version of a Terminator. And then that, like, immediately goes out the window. And you're like, feminism? Question mark? Like, uh, yeah, she, she just, like, loses all kind of, like, credibility. And it's like, mm -hmm. and plus, where is she getting that from anyway? It's like, where is that? Where did she learn that? Is that programmed in her? You know, 100%. like, where? So the yeah, T-101 was programmed with full that. psychology of humans. So I assume she was too. So she might right. know that kind of thing. I mean, it's not, yeah. it, I believe that more than I believe she can just touch vehicles and take them over. I, I thought that was kind of odd. Right. That's yeah. Just a weird choice. I mean, I understand why they did that too, where it's like, it's the era of like cell phones, you know, and even mm -hmm. though they're like mm -hmm. older cell phones. <laughs> right. Everybody's seeing those. She like electronically um, hijacks the car or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and yeah, we had mentioned earlier, it feels like a parody in a lot mm -hmm. of ways of for sure of Terminator and just any it's like they really tried like a lot of the jokes, if you want to call them mm -hmm. that, that aren't funny, were really forced, you know, um, yeah, talk to the hand thing, like the glasses so, that he puts on. Jeez, oh, yeah, it's just like it was eye roll moment after eye roll yes. moment. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. So, anyway, uh, loved it. I don't <laughs> loved it. La, what do you what do you think of Terminator Three? I know that this was your first kind of go through the middle of the Terminators, so. Um, just to let y'all know, my mom is in the kitchen cooking, so you might hear her cook in the kitchen, or you might hear things moving, just to let you know. Um, let her cook, as the kids say. Okay. This film is interesting, <laughs> literally. Um, literally, yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this film was interesting. I think I'm going to do something crazy and kind of agree with Mr. Marvelite. Um, She's like, you're so crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never agree with that guy. Not, so. They, they don't usually agree. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Ever. Um, we never come I don't know if I should be honored or offended. Like, they never have us. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, offended. I'm. I'm. I get okay. Let me just start with this. I, I feel like I get what Mr. Marvelite is going for, right? Like, I'm not expecting him. I was expecting a different John, 
right? I I get every like I like what Ray said makes sense. What Bryce says makes sense. It does make sense in the context of the story. But also for me personally, what would also make sense is we see that Sarah doesn't believe that Judgment Day has stopped due right, to her her yeah. her casket having all of the. Mm-hmm. All of the weapons you can think of, possibly of 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 that era in there, and right. probably some before, <laughs> right? So for me, I was like, okay, if she never uh, believed it, and John, to a point, didn't believe it because he pretty much like kind of says it, like, yeah, 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 we we did it, but I never really, but he never really believed it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should have been as bad as we've seen, as we saw in this film. I feel like he should have been like down in the dumps, off the radar, kind of like, you know, not using technology. But but the cleverness of T2 of this child, you don't see that cleverness in him as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, where did that go? I was like, and I get it. You lose some things, some things kind of like shake off, all that kind of stuff. But I don't really think that Sarah would have stopped training him maybe maybe hardcore like she was but i still think she would have done things throughout his life to prepare him for some stuff but for me i was a little disappointed in john in this film because i was just like wow i i expected just a little bit more from him just a little bit just a little bit more from him um this film was just a lot of like um anticlimactic um like when the when the when the things would happen i wouldn't care like the like the fights between what the tx what 1000 or tx or whatever it's just the tx yeah. or whatever it's tx right yeah like so like mm-hmm. between the tx and the a50 like the the fight on the road was too long for me <laughs> That's probably like my favorite part in the whole movie, though. Like, <laughs> let's just have this to be the whole movie. On the crane, just, like, just a constant, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, why are we doing this so long? Yeah, I was like, why are we doing this so long? And I was like, what is this trope with always making Arnold Schwarzenegger like cyborg android the weakest, but somehow he still wins. He even oh, says it. He even says it. Lock. He's like, advanced. she's smarter, more advanced. She'll win, yeah. and and then he keeps winning. Like he's winning, and I'm just like whatever. I do have a theory about why that scene is that sequence is so long. It's probably because it was expensive as hell. Oh, for make. sure. Okay. Like yeah, they took out a couple of real buildings. Yeah, yeah. Screen time. but for a watcher, I no, totally. <laughs> woke. I went to sleep and woke up and was like, "It's still going." Now that didn't literally happen, but that's how I felt <laughs> yeah. happened. It was just such that's a long. Good. I was like, I was like, "Where's Vin Diesel?" Because this right, is what it was this almost is. comparable to that. Like, you know, Vin Diesel was watching this. Like, I got. We're doing this. Yeah, that's no, no, no. Terminator he Three was the inspiration. I love it. Right, he did. It was right after Fast and, and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. Uses, like a crane. Yeah, yeah. I totally. He uses a crane and, and, and he acts X. like a robot in one of the movies. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, no, no. The emotion out of so Arnold much, in this I, I movie. Took, like, I took like a lot like, of notes. He was very. Um, he was like way more robotic in this than any other Terminator. <laughs> even his movement was much more like. Yeah. What do you got, Lock? I took a lot of. Oh, wait. What is this? Oops, my bad. I'm in the wrong notes. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I was in the wrong notes. Um, You feel me? I was like, I was in salvation. I need to be in right for the machines. Um, 
Um, okay, so I said, um, I said this film is goofy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you had to write that down. <laughs> I had to. I had to because my, I knew my brain would remember it, but I really needed to remember it. And I talked about the fight scene. Um, um, this film was literally like a mix between the first and the second one, but just not the good parts. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, Ah, that's a good way to. See. <laughs> I was like, if you're gonna, it's like if you're gonna, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna force awakens me, if you're gonna give me the same movie, make it better or make it at least close to. What I remember the other two to be. At least give us and Ray. So right? I did like At Christiana least. Loken. You feel me? Like give me, give me something. But I did like Christiana Loken because she's honestly kind of like a sci-fi queen, like an underrated like sci-fi queen. Right. She like, does a lot of so B flicks. Like, yeah, totally. Um, sci-fi. Yeah. Like, she does a lot of like right, like those type of films. So like, I was like, if you ever needed somebody to be like emotionless and like a robot, she was literally like a mix between <laughs> like Arnold. Arnold in T1 and uh, Robert yeah. Patrick in T2. She was like a mix between those two. And I was like, I think you picked the right actress to be this. Couldn't so, they like, have I, at I, least... I honestly enjoyed her. She should have been in black personally. film queen because of this right. movie? I think so. I think a lot of it is after the fact. Yeah. Um, I, I think yes. she just, the, the suit she wore is fine, but it's red. I think if it was black, it would have looked better. It would have given that ominous feeling only because Arnold wore all black. In both of in all three of his films, he so did Robert but, Pattinson but or Patrick. Too, he wore like yeah, dark blue or, or black, black uniform. But remember so, too, yeah. she's a she's a she's a more advanced. Version I know, I know. Of 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 both of them, so it would make sense that she would try to assimilate a little bit. Even though I think Skynet, I really believe that like the flaw of Skynet is that it was created by humans, <laughs> and it keeps trying because to get kinky or weird because think, it's it's a weird. I think system. there's a little. Right. I think there's a little bit of a a, a glitch in Skynet that Skynet doesn't realize because it was created by humans. Because you keep sending these Terminators back. I get it. You want to eliminate. John and my my favorite thing about this whole movie was the fact that they were like, okay, primary target is John, but let's go kill the other lieutenants too. And I was like, that's actually a very smart like idea because like these people might give him ideas to right. that lead to your destruction. I was like, that's very smart. But then they kind of was like, the moment they saw John, they were like, and we abandoned that premise <laughs> and we're gonna chase John throughout this whole but I think movie. Well, I think it's because they they really didn't know John's whereabouts because he was off the grid. Right. So they had to do, find these lieutenants first. Oh no, no, I get it. Yeah. I kind get of it, suss him I out. I just like the plot. Well, that, I just like the plot yeah. of yeah. of killing his his like his like second in command, third in command, his people, yeah, his resistance. They probably me, also that thought that he was connected with these people like before Judgment Day. Yeah, but that's or maybe they were. They say right. which movie did they say it in? I think it was the third one. I think it was the third one. They say something like it was a third one because her her dumb daddy said it. I think said something like. um and I do mean that. I was just like, they're like, it's a glitch in the system. I don't understand what it is. Shut the program down. Like, shut the program down and reassess. Like, I was just so annoyed with the whole like military. I was like, that's so realistic. We're gonna die. The government's gonna kill us. But anyway, um, it's like Jurassic Park all over again. We just keep doing it. Oh my gosh, we just keep doing it. And so, um, would you rather face dinosaurs or terminators? I mean, really, you know. What about Terminator dinosaurs? No, I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to terminate Terminosaurs. I'll take dinosaurs all day. That's right. Um, yeah, Grimlock. I, I don't remember what I was about to say. Sorry. Yeah, so, that, um, I, I saw that opportunity. I had to take it. While you're while you're looking, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get my 
cents. I'll give my two cents. Um, so when I watched Terminator 1 and then watched Terminator 2, I had specifically said last week how I noticed the complete, they went wider in screen, the quality of the image was higher, everything was better. And then when I watched this, I was like, wait, where did the, at least match Terminator 2, don't go back. And they did. They went to a less widescreen. It's not, not quite as widescreen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's, Although there are a lot, some of the same people, like the two main like executive producers, are the same, right? From it is it's the still 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 the same production company from two. Like they go the same company from two on, I believe. Um, the director surrogates breakdown. Sure, sure, sure. Those are great. U five seven one is actually not a bad movie, but just doesn't feel like the guy I'd be like, Hey, you remember that James Cameron hit Terminator two? Do you think you could match the energy of that movie? Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, he just, it, it really is. This guy looks like the kind of knockoff James Cameron with his filmography. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but he does sci-fi movies, but they're not as big a hits. Um, it doesn't mean he's a bad director. Uh, Jonathan Mastow. Um, again, like I said, U571 is a good movie. I enjoyed that film. Um, but this is, this was, oh, this was rough. This is like, this is, this is challenging to get through in parts. It, it wasn't funny. The best, the part I like the most is not the, the truck scene. Although that does harken back to the truck scenes we talked about from the other films. It was another right. f flat front, uh, truck, but they had to make a bigger one this time. And I was like, well, you gotta, this, this feels right, rough. you know, in a sense. Uh, but I liked that it was the the Empire Strikes Back of the series, where this isn't good. Nothing good comes out of this film. It's bad for everyone, uh, and I like the, I like a desolate ending sometimes, occasionally. Are you talking about the existence of the movie or the actual story? The story itself. The fact that, that I like that they get stuck in a bunker at the end. I, I do enjoy that aspect of it quite a bit, actually. I, I was like, oh, it was a kind of a twist the first time I saw it. I didn't expect quite that um and it was like the 60s bunker for like nixon or whatever uh which is mm -hmm. great yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um so i don't I know it, why it ended up sort of like that the ending like that because the third and the fourth movie were apparently written as like they were supposed to be like one big like part one part two or oh originally what? before like there was, originally before the fourth one became a mess but we could talk about that later <laughs> oh oh shots fired as a production okay uh, Law, did you have more? You you were going to come back to your notes. You you found what you're looking for. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Skynet's stupid. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. For a thinking computer, it's quite stupid. Like it's just because if it thought, it would stop sending the Terminators back. Because every time they send the Terminator back, John gets on the path to his destiny. So it's just <laughs> like firmer on his path every just, time, right? Yeah, like right, firmer. Right, like yeah. if you just if you would have just left him alone, bro would have been. He would have judgment day would have happened, and he would have never realized it. It's true. Just leave him alone. Just. Stop doing what they you should know. have just fought the humans <laughs> in the future and and exactly they should yeah. have just tried to wipe them out the way they done. um i think nick shout out to nick stall and claire danes because they were a part of my childhood like my 90s especially claire danes man shout out to claire danes uh this this film let me know that she even though it's like a it's it's a, it's a bad film but she's great in it even though she does a lot of screaming but she's oh, she's okay. great in it. Yeah. <laughs> she's she does a lot of she does a lot of screaming. I feel like Dane DeHaan is the new Nick Stahl. Because every time I looked at Nick Stahl, I was like, 
he could be the Green Goblin. <laughs> like, he yeah. looks just like that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he does make sense. flying around, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, he was in disturbing behavior, um, which was kind of an off the radar movie that nobody really thought mm-hmm. about, but did you know people liked it? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um. What did I want to say? I, I, I said something. Um, something happened in the movie. Uh, Claire Dane's character picked up a gun finally and shot down one of the Skynet like yes. robots. Mm-hmm. And she had the gun, and I looked at the screen, and I'm looking between her and her and her and uh, John, and then literally at the same time, me and John both go, "You remind me of my mother." And I was like, "This film is mm-hmm. terrible." <laughs> I, can agree with that. I said, <laughs> "Why?" Nothing like that. She's oh, yeah. nothing, She's nothing like, her. like your mother. Mm-hmm. Just because she shot a gun, then I'm Sarah Connor. Oh, wow. Then because I've <laughs> shot a gun before. Like I was so like, right. what are we doing in this film? I was like, we get what this is. This is the third Terminator film. You don't need all these callbacks. You you really really don't. Yeah, it was, As I look at the still, camera. Remember? You, you feel me? Like, well, that's why the glasses scene when he put on the when he put on the Elton John glasses, I was like, "What are you doing?" And why do Terminators have an obsession with putting on sunglasses? What is that all about? Like, there's like an obsession with it. And why did this Terminator remember to pull down the the flap to get the key? Like, he wouldn't know that. Don't get lost in the weeds. Honestly, he shouldn't know any of this. No, he shouldn't know. But here's the thing, though. Who's to say? Who's to say he doesn't? Listen, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here because that's all I can do with this film. Um, say no, like, how do, specific, know, specific how do we know? Co- how do we know this? How, oh, we, how do we know that the information, the information <laughs> doesn't go back into like that information doesn't go back to like the future or anything so like that? I, there's communication from the future on a wavelength so that we never have heard about yet. We'll hear about it in the seventh film uh, that allows them to communicate back and forth. I'm sorry. What? Please. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Terminators have sensitive eyes. That's great. Possibility. Now it would make sense because their eyes do turn red sometimes. So like if they're trying to hide that, I guess we could we could accept it for that. But but I mean I feel like if they can if they can bring in process like they can process in like stuff a lot, it's a possibility that they can like push that stuff right back out to where they got it from. Right. And and he is an upgrade of that previous model. So I mean I don't know maybe. But then in the movie they go stupid and say like I gotta reteach you everything and it's just like huh. I was like, okay. Was but like, then instead of instead of being taught anything, like, he starts to learn on his own for no reason. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this is a trope. This is going to be true in the next movie as well. But this is true for a lot of just robot movies. When a robot with a titanium arm hits soft human flesh at all. Yeah. It's For going sure. to be a problem, and when you then bang against a wall hard enough to go uh and then fall down, that's another problem. And everybody in these movies gets hit by Terminators, thrown into a wall, and gets up and goes, "Let's keep fighting, guys." And I know it's movies. I get it. I get it. But yeah. the first two movies did not establish that. The first two movies, if you got punched by a Terminator, you were toast. Like you were just yeah. dead. So they kind no, of rolled the back thing. on that. When he was yanking him around in the car, I'm like, 
you just accidentally snapped his neck. Like, you <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Protect John Connor at all costs. <laughs> unless I need to get him the head out of the way. <laughs> That's great. Or her the in the back. The back of the truck, yeah, she was yeah. slamming into oh, yeah. every side. She would come out with broken bones, bruises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was perfect. Yeah. She, she's looked, I'm Claire Deans. Yeah, I'm getting out of the back of the truck. You know, I'm fine. John put on this plot armor. No. I mean, I would have I would have preferred more. I would preferred her to be more cut up and more bruised. I, but I mean, it was a lot of stuff back there. I don't think she would have like had like broken bones, but she should have been bleeding at least. Like she should have been a scratch on her forehead. Something would, would have been nice. Something. It should have been some type of. It was. There should have been some. It should have been some type of um some type of hurt, on like somewhere yeah. on her. There should have been some type was of intact. Like for no you reason. Feel me? You feel like me? Janine mentions in the chat. She's like, I was just admiring her hair, the whole how good her hair was the whole movie. Like the whole movie. Like yeah, the whole movie. Like, yeah. like so, I just perfect. that reminds me of another one. Was, like, Again, it was giving like Jurassic like World and she's in the hills running and it's oh, yeah. just yeah. powerless yeah. in the hills, baby. That's that's the problem with like on last looks on set. It's like sometimes they forget about continuity, and they're just like, oh, I just want to make it look really good again. Yeah. This next take. It's like, well, yeah, but she's like, like, no. made her hair look too good now. Like, <laughs> right. There no. needs to be the first movie nails that. Sorry. On this set, that was Thanks. aware of um, like spatial awareness and like you said, like things like that. Like there yeah. was one thing, and I think it bothered me every time I've seen this. But like specifically today, I was like, I'm mad about this. When they're in the cemetery and he pulls up in the hearse and he, I'm yeah. like, I've seen enough action movies, okay? <laughs> and they stopped right in front of her and he shoots the missile. I'm like, either the shell of that missile yeah. or the kickback, she's dead. She's right outside the window. <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. How is she alive? <laughs> How is she not even dusty? I d what is, why is she not... <laughs> Back yeah, yeah. like nothing why was that yeah, terminator yeah. so self-conscious like about would her ears be affected somehow like I don't know. no i agree she'd be bleeding or something so how come the yeah. cops didn't die in that scene this is not the same t101 that's a, that's he, he should have killed them all yeah. like right he's not trying to like yeah they didn't even discuss that the the truck is another thing that bothers me because they I mean, pull into a gas station and fuel up this destroyed truck like what are you doing you're supposed to be a tactical genius get all all of them are supposed to be tactical geniuses on either in the future or now get another vehicle early like don't what do you do like i but see, but that's my thing. Problem. That's this would have been good. These would have been good pockets or good moments to have John come in. Like, no, 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 no. We should do this. I did this. Even if you want to call back to Sarah, I did this with my mom. Right. She taught me how to do. I learned this from whoever those people were in Mexico or whatever. Like, like those would have been good. Like those are callbacks that I would have liked. But the whole time, John's just like, what do we do? I'm just like. <laughs> You can die, John, at this part. Like this point. I just, you and Kate. But he you does. And Kate just kick it, kick the right. bucket. He dies in the future because this John is a chump and dies in the future, obviously. But then the John we had last movie wasn't. Which leads to the multiverse. Right, which leads to the multiverse theory. <laughs> but he doesn't. Right. Well, in my, in my, in my, my, my multiverse theory, I have an idea about that. I'll wait to the end of the, the end of the yeah, franchise run before I can. Over salvation first, and then. At least. We can go back yeah. for a minute. I actually want to address something because sure. Ray, I, I I I I identify with what you were saying about John earlier, and I was trying to think why I didn't come to the conclusion. I think I understand why because the way you're going at it was as at the stalker, the you know it's it's very much a PTSD thing. 
-hmm. when I first watched this film, I looked at John and thought, this guy has lived his whole life being told he would be the savior of the world, the guy who's Mm going to take down Skynet, and they stopped Judgment Day. And there's got to be this level of him being hopeful that it didn't happen because he's trying to find his self-worth. He doesn't have an established, you know, he has no family. He has nobody he can really uh, attach to. All he's ever known mm-hmm. is this is this being a nomadic, you know, uh, mm-hmm. hermit type off the grid individual. And that whole time there's this disillusion of like this. It's like the kid who you always told when they were, you know, in elementary school. Oh, you're going to be amazing. You're going to be great. You're wonderful. They get out of high school. and They have no you know, idea or no focus mm-hmm. on what they want to do for their lives. And so they kind of just live with mom and dad in their basement, except for he doesn't have a mom and dad with the basement. Mm-hmm. And, and it's almost as if throughout the film, what took me out was this idea that he was, he was starting to, it was almost like he was, he was almost kind of glad some of this stuff was going on because it meant that there was, there was self-worth again, that there was value, mm-hmm. but it was knocked down the moment he found out who sent the Terminator. And mm-hmm. so it's, right. I think it just, I think that was where the connection with me for John was like, it was, it was like the development wasn't there. Like, whereas you would think like Terminator one, Sarah Connor became this, this very strong independent individual who everyone thought was crazy, but she wasn't crazy. She was just, she was just driven to the point of insanity to, to do what was right for the future of mankind. Mm-hmm. You had John who was then trained by this person who had, had strengths, had, was able to witness what his mother had said, knew that his mother was right and was able to to go off and live with his mother to, you know, whatever, until she, you know, un, unnecessarily, you know, you know, she died of cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and it just didn't seem like the John Connor who then and was able to spend his childhood from that point until she died, you know, a number of years later that he really became or developed into more of a stable individual, whether or not, you know, because I think Sarah, you, you see that Sarah knew there was a potential that they may have just delayed Judgment Day. They weren't actually, you know, stopping mm-hmm. it completely. And so she made precautions that that John would then be aware of. And then this is where I, I was going to mention this last week, but it it, 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 it kind of gets into Bill and Ted's bogus journey a little <laughs> bit with me. When you think about it, it's like, um, remind me to go back in time and put this coffin in here full of guns so that I can go and do this. It's very much that that concept to the point of where the terminators go back in time and instead of just going to kill john or you know cat or anything else what do they do they actually hack the systems and they actually download information which gives them a least little bit of a leg up in the next installment so that they're more aware of what they did wrong and what they need to look for so it just kind of took me out a little bit because i felt like john whether he was he was under ptsd or he was under, you know, the, the duress of like the loss of his mom and, you know, being in the situation he was, I, I felt like he should have been a little bit more be- well-prepared and a little bit less, you know, standing back and letting everything happen in his, while he was there. I think of it as, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Ray on this one because I think of him as more like Carl from the walking dead. This kid was raised in the zombie apocalypse. And if the zombie apocalypse just ended one day, what do you, what do you, what do you do? What are, who are you? What are you like? Mm-hmm. I, I see your points, uh, Tony. I do, but I, I think that the shell of the person would be that if you don't have that destiny, sure. You might still hope in a weird, just deranged way that it will happen because you know, who doesn't want to be 
the leader, but but, the but at the same time, at the same time, the fact that it didn't happen would make you go, well, who am? This is literally who I've been told well, I was yeah, my whole life. But but here's the thing that you what, what you what you just the illustration of Carl in The Walking Dead is a perfect illustration of it. If you're talking about the TV show, 100%, John's on par with that. If you go back to the comics, Carl went after Negan to kill Negan himself. Like right. Carl was a tough kid like i was referring to tv carl so yeah 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 so yeah. like like there's there's like this duality it's like we're, we're stuck in this timeline where we're watching the you know the lesser version of john connor and i feel like I that's kind of what we're at with it that and i understand your perspective i want to say i understand mm -hmm. where you're coming from but i feel like um for me it feel it's it sounds like you're going more off of your hopes for the character and not the actual character it because it, it, it seems more to me like like you said it perfectly if he's like out in the wilderness he's kind of i've disconnected from society i don't want any part of it i don't want them to find me if i didn't stop it right and mm -hmm. so you like you said he kind of got excited i wouldn't say excited but like you said this was his purpose. he felt value again yeah right and then when he finds out that he actually got killed wouldn't that take you would take a blow i mean that a yeah. person would be would be taken aback by that and that's why mm -hmm. you kind of lead into that like okay well that makes sense i guess why they're coming back to kill the people i was working with because i'm dead and then now he's like it's almost like the pre but the knowledge of when you're gonna die of course he doesn't know exactly when that day is but he knows that it's coming sooner than he'd hoped um so it makes sense to me but I, I, again I, I understand where you're coming from it just yeah i, I like think it's and dreams and actual written characterization there's lots of layers and i think that's just the thing is it's like mm -hmm. I, like i i do believe that when we get to that last scene where they're in the bunker mm -hmm. i feel like that's a better john than we had through most of the movie and mm -hmm. i think that's the thing mm -hmm. like it like like i think the moment where you know, we have that sacrifice to, to save them. And then they're in that bunker. It's almost like he comes to terms. I just feel like the moment he met, he saw the Terminator again and he knew what was going on. That would have been an opportunity to kind of snap out of what he was going through and start kind of re resolving some of those issues faster. I think that's what, what was a little bit yeah. disconnected, but I completely agree with you. I feel I like, I mean, from. I feel like, but I see, I feel like both can happen because I'm listening to both of you talk and you both make, like, everybody makes great points. And I feel like if the writing was just a little bit more tighter on sure. what they wanted to do with John as mm -hmm. a character, mm -hmm. I feel like both of those could have worked within the same space of this film. Sure. Because what Ray is saying makes sense. What Tony is saying makes sense. And I do agree with Tony. Like, I just didn't expect this version of John. Mm -hmm. It, it, it does make sense to a to a certain degree, but then as a person that has that's now watching these like back to back, it's like for me it doesn't really make sense when you you could see even during being with his foster parents and stuff like that he had like a he had like a smart alec little attitude he was very sharp he was very mm -hmm. clever and you don't see that like he was a mm -hmm. hacker you know he was he was somebody that like already had a power over machines right, right. in a, in a in a certain a way, way so now when we get to this. Right, so now, now that we get to this like third film, I don't expect him to be robbing banks electronically or nothing like that. You right. know what I mean? But I would expect his his knowledge of machines to grow because he knows what they become yeah. in the future, right? Like I would like just just little point. character things for him. Like he should be creating VPNs better. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, so, no, no, like for real, like, or, I don't know. Or, you know. I, I don't know. I don't for myself, well, I, I think that I feel like oh, if he's sorry, gonna sorry. go to this hermit, I feel like if he's gonna become this like hermit that he has, he would. I mean, he pl unplugged himself. Why would he continue to hone those skills? So no, I'm not. So but I'm this, but, that the problem. But you're, no, no, I'm saying you're looking at it. You're looking at it within the context of this film. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. like, if they changed the yeah. writing for me in this film, he would have oh, been yeah, somebody yeah. that's that's on top of like machines and knew where he was oh. dealing with or even if he or even in the context of this film if he wasn't if he was like i don't even want to touch him i understand that because you know a few of them tried to kill me i get it you know what i mean like i'm not don't touch him but i would think he would still like read books about it read you know like the like the techie articles about it at least to have this knowledge so like i'm i wanted him to kind of be a version of his mother but still be john connor like i want him to be like i, I want to I'm gonna continue my own training. I'm gonna stay off the grid, but I'm gonna continue my own, like, just because he never believed it was over. So, mm -hmm. but he was living like it was in a sense, yeah, but not really. He's, so he's the prophesied messiah, like, basically, know. of this entire saga. And you have this this idea he's Avatar that that he's gonna be, you know, it, and if you if you follow, it, it's it's like a trope that they did a lot with a lot of movies where you have like let's say a superhero, and basically John Connor is kind of the superhero for the sure. Terminator saga. You 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 show them. You get them to a point where, even as a kid, or you know, as they develop as a as their hero origin story, you you get them to this point where everyone like backs behind them, is all for them. And then, what do you do to tell the next story? Well, we can't afford to him just be the superhero. Let's take his powers away. Right. I feel like that's kind of what they did with him. They just they they nerfed him for the sake but, of. But that way, we have more story to tell down. The but road. instead of nerfing him for the beginning of the movie. They nerfed him until they get to the end of the movie and you don't get any, he, he's, he's misstepping yeah. in the beginning, which is fine, which makes sense. The shell of the man all should be that case. But by the time they're in the sequence with the truck, he should be getting his grip. He should be fighting back. He should be taking on the role of John Connor right. a lot more at that point. I think, I think it's bad writing. Yeah. I think, I think that yeah. it doesn't that's allow. What, that's what I feel like it, it's just that. bad writing. It's bad yeah. writing. I mean, yeah. I, I do think like the one thing that probably could have helped this would really just Make that chase scene even longer. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like right. That's exactly or right. it could have just been done by Rob. You know, Another building. Like but, so this is <laughs> yeah. this is an instance on the real study where the conversation is more sparkling than the film. Uh, this is another one. Add of those two cranes, actually, just add a second <laughs> crane. No, it's, the, it's one. The cranes hook together, right? Yeah, and then they, yeah. Yeah. pulling another. But then, right? But then you want to. But then you want to transform it so they spread apart, and a smaller crane comes out from in between it. I'm just saying. No, no, this would be. We're going to go ahead and rate this film uh, so we can get to Terminator Salvation. Um, let's let's start. Uh, let's start with Law. What do you rate Terminator Three? Uh, Not that I was slightly. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that was great. That was pretty good. Um, whenever whenever Arnold shows up, that's the music. Even though that's a solid oh, beat, it's a simple beat, too. but it's a solid beat. One more thing. Also, they messed up the music. Like mm -hmm. The music isn't even good. Like we don't hear any Terminator related until the very end of the credits. I'm like, you guys yes. couldn't even do that right. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. okay, Law, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I guess um, before I get my rating, anybody has anybody seen Young Justice? Mm -mm. The TV show Young Justice? No. 
well, never mind him. I won't give that little <laughs> bit of t- bit of information to him. Anyway, um, I'll give it a five. I'll never watch this movie again in my life. I give it a five. Tony. For a feature film that was so bad that the Sarah Connor Chronicles did so much better telling Ooh. the story after <laughs> T2, I would say I I would give this a three. I, it's it's really low. There are some things I think the the it's concepts the concept of the progressions like we said the things that kind of do go with the saga that did hit right. You know, it's a different it's a different reason why the robots the Terminator is being sent back. Um, it's a different development for a different person. I think that the concept of going back and going after the generals was a good idea. Um, I did like it. It made better sense for Terminator Salvation with the other Terminator going in and messing with Skynet's database. Hey, hey, hey. that we're getting there. That makes. I'm not saying anything <laughs> about specific, but I'm saying. It made sense. No, he's he's saying those, this TX getting in there. It like it's leads not, to it's not a. Oh, okay. It's not like a one. It's a three. There were great concepts. It was just really poorly executed. Yeah, this yeah. film should. Yeah. This could have should have gone right to DVD. I'm just gonna say it. Not or at two hundred million dollars. It shouldn't have. <laughs> Sharknado was was better fleshed out than this. First of all, you wilding right now. You do it a lot. Okay, it's not good, but it's not Sharknado. It's not okay. Sharknado. I will no, back Ray Sharknado up on was that. Better. Is... <laughs> Sharknado 2 was better. All right, all right. We're going to go down a Sharknado hole here. Ray, what do you rate Terminator 3? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's not good. I would say a 5 for sure. Um, all of all five of those is for is for the story. N- none for the movie. <laughs> That's fair. You like the lore. Uh, right. 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 No, I like the lore as well. There is lore in this movie that does that does have solid footing. Uh, Tyler, uh, I'm also going to probably give it a five because I think this movie's kind of carried by like, oh, that would have been cool, and they just don't. Do <laughs> right. Like, uh, and then the ending scene. I love the ending a lot. Just it's shiny. It looks great. I like it, Brian. Because it, it ended right. You like it because it, it ended. Yeah. Look, yeah, credits. And the little snippet of the. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. We almost yeah. didn't do it, but we did it. Yeah. Go for it, Brian. <laughs> um. Yeah, not good. Um, <laughs> I would. <laughs> want to leave with that first? <laughs> yeah, I probably won't ever watch this again. Um. I'm bleeding. Yeah, that's. Man, it's hard. It's hard because it's like I like, like all of us are kind of saying like I do love the lore. I love the concepts. Like, mm-hmm. man, this is like had such potential, you know. And this movie um, made me bleed, y'all. It's so terrible. <laughs> and yeah, it's just you can only go so far with, you know. It, it's I think it's one of those things where it was probably, uh, well, multiple things. Um, but the script was probably good at first and they had a good enough script to go through but once it goes through all those filters of filmmaking it just mm-hmm. gets pulled there out been two you know, more drafts, yeah exactly or, or not yeah. as many like opinions yeah. on the thing, too many cooks you know I mean? like, no right right yes right. too many cook situation yeah. it's like oh we gotta have too many cooks not a lot of flavor not a lot of flavor yeah it's a five it's a five okay so nobody has rated this above a five i feel pressure now i feel some pressure uh, but not really. This is a three. This is a this is a this is a three. 
it, it, it'll never be better than a three. Three. It, a three for three. It's a three. It gets a yeah, three. Uh, and it's it's literally because of everything we mentioned and more. We didn't even cover all of it. The Terminator turning around, really bad CGI. The I'm I'm a machine. I don't know. The he was over the top. Even Schwarzenegger was a little much for me in this movie. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, a three. You uh, didn't like the fight scene in the bathroom. <laughs> No, oh, man. or him destroying the little mini truck. I'm like, it's a mini pickup <laughs> truck, dude. Make it a big yeah, size truck sure at least. Will, you know? I don't know if this will take. I don't know if this will take away like the the the, the woman that I am. But um, uh, Kate, Kate was Kate's unnecessary. Um, she didn't need to be in any of these films. Yeah, Her character, like Catherine they, Booster? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like but there you she's go. the future. Didn't they no, call I her actually, Kate? I actually liked her. I didn't. Forward. I didn't particularly. I mean, no, no, here's my thing. I like Claire Danes, but whenever they put a woman in this next to John, I feel like they're trying to recreate what Linda Hamilton did, and I feel like you can't. So to me, it just kind of like it doesn't go the way I want it to go because they never give the character enough for me to kind of like latch on to that character. Uh, they gave me enough in like this one, but not so much in Salvation. And we'll get to that. <laughs> See, I always thought she was more of the humanity for John. I think that mm. I felt like she right. he was trained so much to be the fighter that she gave him more of a grounding to consider. I mean, even when we talk about the next, I, I think she was the one that helped that. him say, "Okay, second, you know, guess yourself. You know, it's okay to question yourself. It's okay to do this mm -hmm. stuff." And you know, she was definitely a hard for it. I don't think it was done well with Claire Danes. I'm not really a big fan of hers, but I do say, I would say she's a, she's a very worthwhile character. I just wish we would have had her fleshed out better. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. They don't give he me enough like for Juliet. me to see that. I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of sad. It is. That, that was the best sad. part of that movie when they, they both expired. So what? Wow. I don't well, like. Okay. Harold Perrineau is the best part of that movie. Let's start there. And then move forward. Um, sorry, uh, I, I, I adore that movie. Um, so let's go on to Terminator Salvation. I'm going to go into reverse order since there's so many of us. I want to make sure people get time to talk on this side. We're going to go from Brian this time. Terminator Salvation. What do you think, sir? Uh, this one, man, I got, I don't know, there's a lot to say about this one um, just from like a filmmaking perspective. But because I actually really like the cinematographer, Shane Hurlbut, um, and he's, and everyone, if you don't know, this is the film that Christian Bale just <laughs> lost it on, on Shane Hurlbut. So as a cinematographer, he was like going nuts over. Um, and they haven't worked together professionally since this. <laughs> he yeah. even says this in his rant. I'm sure. But yeah. I think cinematography-wise, it was really great. There's some great stuff in this cinematography from a cinematography perspective. Mm -hmm. um, some great kind of like long takes that they did. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in this. I felt mm -hmm. like the effects were done really well. It was a great mix of some uh, practical with um, some CG stuff. Um, I know I like I like the whole concept of like we're finally like more in the future and and we've talked about this before. I think it's like a prequel sequel, mm -hmm. you know, in a way. So mm -hmm. it's like yeah, we're kind of seeing some stuff before even like Arnold's version of the Terminator is mm -hmm. even built mm -hmm. yet. So that's kind of an yeah. interesting concept. Um, yeah, it does have its flaws, you know. Uh, but for me overall, I this is one of the more enjoyable ones for me. All right, Tyler. Yeah. Uh yeah. Um <laughs> I this is the second time I watched it. I watched it a long time ago when I was like, I don't know, younger-ish. Uh mm. 
No, I agree. I think I, the, the movie looks really good. I think for me, the story's kind of clunky. Like, it just, like, I don't know if there's something about, like, the pacing or, like, mm-hmm. there isn't, like, it didn't ever feel like there was, like, some kind of, like, clear goal for me go- watching it. Like, I didn't, I really didn't care for, like, uh, what is his name? They always try to put him. He was an avatar, right? They always yeah, yeah. try to put him in oh, Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Yeah, I just I can't. I don't know. What, I don't really like him as yes. like they keep pushing him as lead, and like I can't like. Yeah, they were definitely trying to make him sing for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it just wasn't working. Like, there's this one yeah. really funny scene. He was where, the like, Jared Leto of of that era. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out of the mud and he's like screaming, and then there's a part where he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> this, is, this is weird um his yelling in general was kind of odd like it was yeah i did like the. i like that they tried to do different things like the aesthetic of like mm-hmm. having most of this movie like daytime ish mm-hmm. was like different yeah mm-hmm. that that stood out to me too yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like i don't know if it like necessarily felt like a terminator film but like i, I get the effort mm-hmm. i was like okay they're trying to like do something different with this franchise um yeah i didn't like this is minute, but like the title sequence was like we did the titles and then in little lettering they're like don't remember the yeah but it's like oh, way yeah, off was, in the it distance was like, it was weird well it's just like they repeated the they title did it twice because it, it say terminator <laughs> salvation and then at the end it's terminator salvation it's like yeah we know <laughs> you already said that but like, yeah. it should have ended wow. with the, the main terminator salvation instead of <laughs> yeah so, the first one anyway, was like, oh, cool. We're, I'm, we're getting I'm with this you, Tyler. Different. Yeah. The second title was like, oh, this is what this is going to be. All right. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I did like the concept of like, oh, he was, he's a machine and he didn't know he was a machine. Yeah. Yeah. Was, you think you're ooh. human? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. cool. Um, yeah. That's all I have to say. There's a lot of like nice looking things, but yeah. All right. I think this is where the franchise started to start of like really <laughs> dipping for me. I was like, I don't know about this. So for Especially my, with it being like a different company and everything. It's like, right. Uh, for myself, yeah, I think yeah, Salvation was a right. step back in the right direction. Uh, I felt like Terminator 3 was such a flop that really you could throw, right. you know, right. spaghetti at a wall and you're probably going to come up with a better script. Uh, and I think they did. I think the script was at least interesting. Anything with Anton Yelchin, and, you know, we, we here on the panel have always talked about Anton Yelchin. We love him. We miss him. Um, I love uh, Christian Bale. I think he's he's a very heavy duty actor, but he plays John Connor more like rugged and like aggressive than anyone else ever has, uh, which, yeah, which I does. like, but he's, you know, the, you know, you gotta have that screaming. There's even a moment, this is totally an aside where he says, what are you? And I want to pair that with the I'm Batman that he says. So he's saying it to himself. I, I feel <laughs> it would be perfect. Pray to me. Um, that's just, that's an aside. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the, the sequence uh, well, here comes the rooster. You hear, you throw that song on. I'm going to get nostalgic. Um, and then you do the scene where he goes out to catch the motorcycle Terminator. Probably my favorite scene in the movie because you get yeah. to hear the Guns N' Roses. Yeah. You get to see him do exactly what yeah, we talked about, yeah, where he yeah. hacked into this machine the same way he hacked uh-huh. into the ATM or the or the box. Yeah, I absolutely yeah, adored that. Um, yep. When we get to the end of the film, I have some severe problems with the the way that that all goes down because. Most of those people would be dead just from being in the same room with those Terminators. Again, it's my problem with the titanium arm hitting soft flesh. 
John Connor would have liquefied guts at least six times in that scene. Um, and it's just, again, it's what the movies have already laid down. I'm not trying to like take away from movie action or movie magic. If you establish it, that Superman can spin the world around and make time go backward in the first film, then I will believe anything you make that Superman do from now on. But they didn't do that. They made everything very real and gritty in the first two films. And it led to this not being as it, it was, I don't know. It, it's, it has its ups and downs. I digress. There was also no plasma weapons. Like it was all machine guns. Did anyone else notice that? It was just like a weird continuity thing. I was like, is there no, no, this is pre that though. This is pre everything. No T-1000. Yeah. 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 Kyle Reese is still very young. Yeah. He's until he's older. This is, this is essentially like the events that lead to not only like T-1, because they don't have the kind of T-3 at the same time. All three will lead from this. Yeah. These are the events. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, let's yeah, go with you yeah, since yeah. you are sitting smack dab in the middle. Um, just as like a, an aside, we kind of mentioned it. Um, it's like when they kind of meet and before he is like, when does he know that the events in the future are happening? And the, we kind of see when yeah. he, when they yeah, when yeah. they get the schematics and he was like, and the, the guy, one of the, I guess the lieutenants is like, your mom said, or that's what you said. And he was like, yeah, but... Mm-hmm he was still kind of taken aback and it's like, Oh, I think when you like reach those moments you were expecting, it's like, dang, I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? He was kind of like, that's the machine mm-hmm. that's going to try and kill my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> yikes. <clears throat> um, uh, overall, like this is, so the, when I said I own number three, this is the reason I own that one because it was a twofer. It was like one of those oh. like two, two discs. <laughs> I was buying Salvation, but three was like, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm not buying oh, it's free. I can watch. Salvation. I can watch we'll that. We'll give you four, four copies. Exactly. Of yeah. Um, I Please buy this one. Here's $5. Of the story. And I like that we see him growing. Like as the character John grows, right? He's not born yet he's a teenager he's kind of lost in the sauce in the third one and here he's kind of really fully coming into his purpose um Mm -hmm. and like this is my duty this is my job this is my destiny um yeah (laughs) i didn't take nearly as many notes for this one because i've seen it uh, way more times and i actually Mm -hmm. think that there wasn't that many notes to take i I personally like it. I know there are lots of notes to say about the movie, but yes, Sam um, does a lot of yelling uh, was the first note. Um, I thought, I think that the continuity of John Scar is like a weirdly beautiful thing um, because we kind of see it when John is older at the beginning of three and like the makeup they did on him in that movie and that wig was trash. Okay. You even see in Terminator 2. Correct. The, the exactly. John Connor, yeah. <clears throat> and then in this one, we see how he gets the scar, how they decide yeah. that he would get the scar. Um, that is kind of like a timekeeper. It's like, okay, we kind of see that. And you see him yeah. growing into the man who's obviously at, who sends him back. That's the man who's the fighter in the, at the beginning of the mm-hmm. first movie. Um, I really enjoy this one. I thought, um, shout out to Helen uh, for being amazing and she's helena helena for being um super super creepy um (laughs) that's her forte though she's good at at creepy as a as a vicious computer ai i believe that i (laughs) i believe that yeah um and i like the um 
I like the redemption um, of uh, Marcus's Marcus. character. Marcus. Yeah. Um, because he was clearly on death row being put to death for something very terrible mm-hmm. and in that donates his life to science uh, his his body to science but, but he doesn't know I always thought that that was very insidious he doesn't know that he's that his body is being donated to the to the Terminator program yeah, he doesn't know bit. that mm-hmm. and so when he finds out he's like the only thing really at this point is I can do I can do the right thing this is my second chance and not only does he save Kyle and the other members of the team but he also gives his life is I thought that was a really beautiful arc for him yeah yeah Tony that I will say with that that was one of the I think one of the best underlying uh, themes with this was the idea that no matter how much machine was replaced on him, mm-hmm. there was still the humanity that won out um, mm-hmm. that they couldn't take that away from him. Even though everything they 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 tell him everything that he did up to that point was by essence the programming that mm-hmm. they had instilled in him. Mm-hmm. He was still able to go against that programming and stop them. Um, I like the fact that if you look at Skynet when it was talking with Helen, or was it Helena? Helena? Mm-hmm. I was Helena. So, so she, she, the, the AI is literally limited by the the technology of its time, and so it's constantly mm-hmm. trying to upgrade itself. Yeah. Which, which was one of the only things that really valid, one of the few things that validated Terminator Three because the AI had time because it knew what was going on, which is why it knew about Kyle. You know, mm-hmm. well, well, it did certain things, um, but it was you could tell it was still limited by the technology. It was trying to mm-hmm. advance at a at an accelerated rate. Um, you get those same things. You get the hunter, the hunter ships, um, you know, going after. I love the I love the the allusion to um, War of the Worlds, a kind of mm-hmm. in, in a way where they were harvesting people and mm-hmm. they, they're 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 it, you have these camps and. It's it's visceral. It is re- it is reminiscent to um you know our world history. It shows how the things that we create can do the same terrible horrific things Absolutely. that we do we did ourselves. Um, you've got one of my my most favorite things of this whole this whole story was in the midst of everything. John's not the established savior. Um, even through the end of this film. No mm-hmm. one believes him. Everyone thinks he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, everyone around him, everyone that is around him, trusts mm-hmm. him with his entire with their entire being. Mm-hmm. And when Marcus first appears, he immediately goes to his mom's tapes. And yeah. he's like, mm-hmm. There's there some evidence. Did, did, yeah. Was there anything? He's like, No, mm-hmm. she never mentioned this. And and that dependence on his mom still was one of those mm-hmm. things where, like, even like me talking about it right now, I'm getting chills. It's like mm-hmm. they did so many things right. Yes, it yeah. wasn't perfect, and I think they could have done a lot better on a lot of a, a lot of different things. Um, yeah. But I love that we're still not we're still not to the point that we have that flashback of Kyle where they're where they've got plasma cannons going, and you know the it's it's literally everything's devastated. Um, everything is, but there are still if you're either freedom fighters or you're you're dead. It's basically. Mm-hmm in that future. And so just knowing that they're still progressing to that point and that John is still trying to progress to who he is. And you see, you can see Sarah Connor and how he interacts and acts with things, <clears throat> even to the point of where he he's seen that terminators can do good things if they're mm-hmm. programmed properly. And 
he's got that he's got that stress of do I trust Marcus? Do I not trust Marcus? Mm-hmm. And that anger it it, make, it makes perfect sense being the the son of 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 Sarah Connor. So that's mm-hmm. my take. All right, La, let's hear it. Um, this one was better. Okay, it wasn't perfect, but it was better, and I appreciated that coming off a T three. I mean, T three. I needed like a, a a palate cleanser for that film. Um, I don't know. I like Sam Worthington, so like I enjoy when I see him in things. Um, I don't think that he should have been the focal of this film because it is a Terminator film, and mm-hmm. if I'm coming into a Terminator film, I want to see John Connor. I want to see what's going on with him. I want to see what's what's new with him. I don't think he was a bad addition to this because obviously he's a he's a robot that they didn't whatever information they had on him was lost because the building got blow up blown up and he essentially died um but once again skynet <laughs> like pretty much craps on themselves because you created this advanced <laughs> cyborg and it gave his heart to john <laughs> yeah, they, they, you killed him they keep underestimating so, so humans right that's what they, they do. keep you, right. exactly which is crazy to me but but it's also one of those things where it's like this is where I feel like the films, mm-hmm. but again, I won't really know it for my own sake until we get to the end of the films. But I think this is when mm-hmm. it branches off into a, a different a different timeline. Because if we remember in the third one, John dies and she sends back that Terminator to help mm-hmm. him in three. But he did die in this one, but then he didn't. So I think this is where the branch of the timeline like kind of like branches off. But that's just where my brain is. Um I don't understand in this why they still on radios and stuff. I mean, maybe it's a primitive uh, technology that they can't like hack into, but I feel like if it's a computer that learns all the time, I think it would have learned stuff about computers. I wouldn't touch anything that got a battery. That's just me. <laughs> in this world, I would touch something that got a battery. Anytime I see common in anything, I always laugh because <laughs> it's not because it's not because he's a bad actor he's he's de- he's gotten better if you go back from where he first started mm-hmm. he's gotten better but he has yeah. such a distinctive voice yeah. that he doesn't it doesn't sound like acting it's like he's about to do yeah. a melody like it doesn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. sound like he's always doing his it, like right yeah. it's always because what did he say like um when they tried to like do the signal in the desert and I wrote it down. He says, uh, it works, man. The signal works. It's beautiful. That voiceover was terrible. Okay. Cause it wasn't him yeah. saying it in the moment. Like, like that, that, yeah, it was, I was like, was that's probably in, yeah. In Adam, I yeah. said, Lord, yeah. I said, that was bad. You guys, I said, what year is this? Oh, nine. Maybe <laughs> I said, what are we doing? Um, I will say, I like seeing earlier like Terminator. So I think that's to mm-hmm. me, that was a good thing about being in the mm-hmm. future especially at this point was that you got to see like their lower base terminators and mm-hmm. I, and to me that yeah, adds to the yeah. lore that adds to the journey mm-hmm. that adds to the okay well if we <laughs> like if this is a, 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 a t800 well then but y'all telling me that's a t600 well dang what did the 100 look like like that it just makes my brain <laughs> yeah. move and i and i like i like that 
I liked that my brain was moving. Like, even if you didn't show me what the ones one through mm-hmm. five look like, I didn't need to see that. Mm-hmm. But it just gets my my imagination going. Well, like, like the eel, Roomba, by the way, the eel terminators are vicious. Like, mm-hmm. I would not go in water mm-hmm. ever again, knowing at those all. Existed. Like, no, like no, not even you. put my toe in. Um, I'm not gonna deal with crocodile yeah. terminators. That's not okay. So, but um, by, I like the, by the, the way, the the the, mm-hmm. the first version was a was a Roomba. That's the two one. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots? No. Yes. There's an there is an episode oh, of that where there's a, a Roomba that starts to go ape shit. It's fantastic. It's, Honestly, yeah. that's why I don't have one. Okay, yeah, I'm already afraid of my Echo, so I'm just kind of like, all right, let's just work it out. Start, they start with um, cats and stuff. They start picking off cats first. That's how it works. So yep. if you see um, for me, for me personally, I wish I wish that's there was shit. more. I wish there were more scenes with Christian and Bryce. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were good together. Um, because this, because this was, because this was my point from the from T three is that like, okay, their connection was nice. It wasn't something that was pushed or overly done or something that I was just like, ugh, gag me now. But I don't, un- I didn't understand her relevance. I really didn't. I get what the Terminator said. I just She's carrying his like, baby. Didn't see it? A- I didn't quite see it a little bit. She wasn't that part in that moment. Not not in T three. I'm talking about T three. Oh, T three. So oh, sorry. So sorry. I didn't really see her. I didn't really see her. Her uh, her worth really. But so in this one, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see what they were talking about. And the third one, like, again, the writing. If they would have just wrote that a little bit better in the third one, we it, we we would have got a glimpse of that. And then when you saw this, one, you'd have been like, ow. But I just need to say, um, I just I said I just wish the story opened up a bit less focus on Marcus more on John Kate and Kyle with a little Marcus thrown in because I think that would have still would have been nice um also I just want to know how did Kate go from working on animals to working on people I mean I just need a I just need a quick little flashback because they're not the same one and copy know, of know, Grey's like Anatomy would do it I don't know <laughs> I Sorry. mean I'm just saying you start so, small so like for me I just need like more cohesive writing because part of me was like did Kyle even know? Did Kyle know that that was a, a cyborg? Like, did he know that Marcus wasn't human? No, no. Was there no. any way in? The Not until later. Like at the end, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. He knew at the end, right? So part yeah. of me was like, okay, all right, that's just writing for me because he didn't remember that he befriended a, a cyborg. But okay, anyway. Um, but this me, is this the multiple timelines thing. This is the, they no, don't no, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like, timeline. I'm like, that's why I said I feel like this is the part where it branches off into like another. Another timeline. Oh, like, what what are you saying that as far as him befriending Marcus have to do with why why are you thinking that's a continuity issue? Um in the first one he doesn't like mention a, being friends with the, the Terminator. Right. In the first one, he doesn't mention any of these things. Like I would just prefer if like he didn't come in contact with Marcus. Well, he if he never knew Marcus was because I feel like that changed why but to he me tell that was Sarah that he was friends with a ter- terminator. Yeah. That's my thing. No, too, I'm not saying why he would he have terminators to him. <clears throat> no, I'm not right. saying that he would yeah. like. I wouldn't say he he would like mention it. I mean, I wrote it down. I don't mm-hmm. remember why I wrote it down, but I did write okay. it down. I just I'm just saying it. But for me, I'm just saying like. No, and to I think, me okay, those are if you're, as far as continuity goes. I don't mean to cut you off, but I want to clarify. No, no, you're fine. Because in number one, he does tell her that they can look like anyone. He does yeah. tell her that um that by by meeting them you would never know until they try to kill you and so i think that kind of goes with it because he was he was with kai he was with marcus for days i don't think we get a glimpse into the timeline but he was with him for days traveling um and so that i don't think we put his trust in this 
and exactly. Well, and it's John exactly. Connor that saved him, not Marcus, technically. So, right. yeah. And Correct. if you think about it, Marcus was on a journey to save him, but there was not. I mean, you had you had Kyle Reese in the in the in the camp longer than you probably had him with with uh, with Marcus. And then, mm -hmm. would you also right. consider at, at some point? Do you think they would have categorized him, categorized him still as a Terminator, or would he have been more of right more of cyborg. a cyborg? Right. Yeah. So right. it's right. It's I think it would be more. I think it would yeah, be more so of a, I don't more think of a they cyborg. Would in the same but way. It like, no, no, I don't think they would categorize the same way. But my, I'm just like in my brain. I'm just like, did he forget that he did befriend one, or that one was in his? We don't spend like that long with Kyle again, in the this first is where movie. I think, but this is. But that's yeah. but this is where I think like that branch in the timeline happens for me just in my brain to just like work with like extra information that's like added into this that you kind of don't get from like I any of the previous like in, it just it just in my book a branch because of that detail if you expect him to tell Sarah about Marcus, no it's not just like, no yeah. it's not just it's that detail Cyborg that he knew fifteen years before now because he's supposed mm -hmm. to be in his thirties when he goes back right. and in this movie he's probably fourteen years old so yeah, so good. why would that be pertinent information he tells to the woman he was sent there to save I, I plus don't remember know John probably could have. I couldn't. John I mean, Bell I couldn't tell you why. I couldn't tell, tell you. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't tell you why that would be relevant information. I'm just saying, for me, as I watched it, I'm like, did he forget? I'm not saying that that's something he should have mm -hmm. told her. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking in my mind, if I go back to the first one, if this is the Kyle from the first one that we see, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, did he forget that he did like run into like a friendlier yeah, one? I'm not saying that that's something he should have told her. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I can see that and if he that, like just lumped yeah. them all in because he wasn't like a one that tried to kill him or, or one that so tried to do anything on like that. that. One mission, so, you know, right? Well, that mission or, that he just kind of focused on. How that. do we know going through time doesn't affect your memory? Like, how do we know it doesn't yeah. like yeah. fuck with your head? Like, I mean, I it doesn't look pleasant going I'm here through to tell that. Tell you it does. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that by the by the time they get towards the later ones, they didn't figure that out. By the first ones, everybody got amnesia by that time. I don't know. Right. It's a possibility. Well, also, remember John for probably me, had certain things that he had to tell Kyle to to to, to tell Sarah. He, yeah, you know, he had the specific yeah. message. Yeah, we had same time. Yeah. Anything that like happened that. in Terminator Salvation. If he would have let Sarah on and John would have been aware of it, the events that happened would not have happened the way that they did. And Kyle would have been dead, everything else. Like they would have had to have allowed. I think at this point in the, in the Terminator stories, I think John came to the idea that we have to let time go through its natural course. And if we if we mess with it any more than we already know that we have, we could make things even worse for ourselves. So it, it gets yeah. to a point where it's Hence you know, next don't week. step on the butterflies anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like this Terminator is like it gave me alien resurrection vibes mm. in this in this one. Okay. Because of Marcus. Marcus was very much like, you know, Ripley, oh, like Ripley part human, yeah. part queen. Uh, it was like so when I was watching this, I was like, This give me alien vibes. I kinda wanna watch <laughs> Alien. <laughs> and you shouldn't want to watch another movie from another movie. Um <laughs> That's a good point. Well they um, so I'm just saying, I just thought I mean for the most part, this film was a, a solid. I forgot how much I loved uh, Moon uh, Bloodgood. I forgot how good of an actress she actually is I, because I don't really see her in, in yeah. anything really right. much anymore. So when I saw her in this, yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah!" I was like, "She's amazing." She exists. She yeah. needs. She exists. She, she exists, and she needs more things. I need to see her in more things, and she's like absolutely amazing. But I will say, I don't like the thing of men choking women and then kissing them. Um, <laughs> I yes. was like, they don't kink shame. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not. I like to get choked, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, 
Um, uh, um, <laughs> you heard it here, just, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But it's but it's just one and of those things night. where it's like, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it's just I just realized it irks me to to see it in film like a lot, like this, like she she risked a life that she built, like a family of friends to like to like get him out the room to get you down to save your cybernetic life and you choke her and then you just oh it's okay and you just like i'm like don't do that just you right. could have just hugged me or something you could have just gave me a high five or right. a good action you shouldn't high five a terminator like, though it'll hurt your hand we've established that that's been established but it wouldn't though because just how, i feel like Sorry. just how people could like control their speed, i know I feel like and marcus well I'm marcus seemed saying, a bit stronger than he believed um there were some, some moments I wanted to bring up at the end of the film that especially drove me kind of nuts. When they're flying the single Huey away with, what, seven people in it or whatever, there is not a single Terminator around. There's not a single bad guy within miles of this place, even though it's a factory. And I, I found that very infuriating, especially since we, when we come into this place for the first time, they're everywhere. They're littered all over this place. But as soon as we're escaping, convenience of they're just gone. And I thought that was really odd. The whole ending sequence was loaded with these kinds of things. Uh, like I was mentioning before, where John gets yeah. hit multiple times into things and he, he's yeah. not dead at all. Or even kind of, he's just winded, you know, I'm like, all right, that's fine. That full, first still pillar, he should have been out cold. Right, but. right. <laughs> um, wasn't, wasn't it established? I mean, like they, the, the whole premise with, with, the, with the fake signal was kind of the idea that there, there was a whole mothership concept mm. that yeah. once the factory was destroyed the, yeah, yeah, yeah. anything that was surrounding was deactivated right. they, they didn't they didn't do the independent microprocessors until later on in the history no but the so. but they didn't they didn't blow it up until they were clear and there were no terminators trying to stop the chopper from leaving like there was yeah, nobody was only when um that when they were testing it that it was while the signal was active they were but the signal wouldn't have been active once they were they, they didn't keep it active yeah. as far as I understood it when I was, I'm like, I don't Well, think the, that the Terminator he was fighting said. wouldn't have been working had it been active. So exactly. It couldn't so, have been yeah, active that whole time. The signal wasn't active. So yeah. Yeah. Right. You're talking about, you're talking about the Arnold signal. Terminator that he was fighting? Yeah. yeah. But wouldn't he have had the, indi the independent, yeah, the independent the microprocessor? microprocessor yeah. So he oh, wouldn't he be did. connected to that network anyway. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I just missaw that and I thank you for clearing that up for me then. That helps. That makes sense. Yeah. So then I guess maybe the signal was So was the signal. Terminate the Arnold Terminator T-800. Terminator was separate. Was Had a redundant system. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was, I was going to ask that question about the signal and where, like, did we use it after we used it? Like, so, okay. Yeah. So also. It makes more sense that when they got to, when they got to the valley and they turned it on, they left it on. Right. So didn't, didn't we already establish in one or at least in two that molten metal will destroy a Terminator of any kind? Didn't we establish that? So why is pouring molten metal on this one? not good enough to stop it. I didn't like that at all. Like, how could it burst through? Like, we saw a T-101 and well, a T-1000 die well, in. Well, he, but, but he, but, but remember, like, even when he was going down into the thing, right, like, we didn't really get to see him, like, we, we saw him go down into it. We didn't get to see it be on his body. And then he shot the thing and cooled him down <laughs> and, like, froze him in the middle of that. So mm -hmm. it was like he didn't even have a chance to like finish melting, I guess, until he also it remember down. Yeah. the molten so. metal as it's being poured on top of the T800 would then also start to cool as it's going down and being turned back melting. 
<laughs> no, but like, isn't it? Isn't that molten metal cooling down as it's being poured on him? So it's not, it's not having a chance to melt him in an essence. I think he has to be like fully submerged, like in a vat of it. Because we're all about science to, in these movies, like, right? Dropping. Well, if that was the case, then when they hit the metal, they'd float on top because it would be too dense for them to go into. Like that's how lava is. So like that's the reality it would be. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're talking about movies. Let's get away from the physics of it all. Uh, I mean, I just feel like fully submerged and it kind of like just dropping on me. I don't know. And then it cooling and then it kind of getting cooled immediately. It's not going to really do too much damage. But it's definitely Hollywood. It, I mean, it's a Hollywood true. moment. It's it's there's no because doubt. even the T one thousand took a minute to die in molten lava, like you know type of thing. So just curious. Oh, okay. He's gonna be. He's gonna be right back. Okay. What was he upset about? I didn't understand. Yeah. I was like, I didn't say anything that crazy. Okay. Like, come on. For the sake of just because it's being mentioned in the chat, um, one minute critic showed up and asked, "Can we talk about the fact that the director of this movie is named Mick G?" And it's interesting because it's it's you know I used to call him MCG because I never saw the Mick part before. But then some one one person pointed it out to me. It's an odd. I don't know. <clears throat> he's know, he's I a like director, it. so he's quirky. Everybody in know. Hollywood got like some type of quirky thing about themselves, and he just has it in his name. He's he, he's outright telling you he's quirky, so I'm cool with that. I'm alright. I'm alright with that. And um, he doesn't give out oh, his real like name on MTV. I like the scene where, um. I like the scene where um, John goes into Skynet. Like he he walks into Skynet mm -hmm. and you see him use pretty much like a car reader to like get through like the yeah. override to get through the thing, right? My favorite, like that's that might be my my favorite scene of the whole movie. Cause when he does that, the moment he slinks back, the Terminator comes through and it looks and it looks and then it keeps going. It was just such a smooth like shot to me. I was like, "Oh, y'all put some work into this scene." I said, "Okay, you could have did now, that with the movie though." But making fun of him is okay. one thing, but McG does know how to make a film. Like he he did We Are Marshall, which is a brilliant film. No, McG's great. You know, McG's great. Yeah. And I think he did They like, could have picked of, him for uh, 3 and like it aliases. would have been a far better movie. He what? Yeah, I just thought yeah, he did I the think he did some stuff on Alias. He did. Yeah, his what? name is is Joseph McGinty Nickel. Mm. So, that's why he changed so it to McG. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's been on. Uh, he did Fastlane, The OC, Supernatural, Chuck. Mm -hmm. He's got some Ooh. stuff he's done. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out to him on Supernatural. You said the babysitter. He did the baby. The babysitter's dope. That's one of the best modern. And Shane, yeah. Shane, Shane, he's worked with Shane Hurlbut multiple times. But then times he also Shane, did the Babysitter Shane Killer Queen, the so he did the sequel too. Yeah. Babysitter Killer Queen was terrible. I'll just put that out there. It was freaking awful. It was. It was it was it was painful, painfully bad. Um, oh, yeah. He also did another movie Janine that mentioned. I never was able to finish. Three Days to Kill. Could never finish that film. Janine, what? Uh, Brian took three days. Um, oh, Janine was mentioning that he was a, a music video director. Oh, which like mm -hmm. oh, wow. it's a rule. Was like, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, which is essentially what you need to become a director of film. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. find an artist, make three works. of their videos, and then they'll give you a big bunch of mm -hmm. movie. I don't know how that works, but it's yeah. how it works. Sweet, I'm on my I'm on my way, you guys. I got this. I David Fincher was a music so, video director. There's so yeah. many Detroit mm -hmm. artists I can, talk, yeah. I can pull. From. Ridley's <laughs> wait, not Ridley Scott. No, I think Ridley has some music that he's done before. He's done some various things with music in the past. Mm -hmm. Like almost all major directors have done something on that level. 
Um, I feel like if a director didn't start off as a as a as a music direct like a music like a video director, they go back and do video just to be like, let's see what happens. Let's just do something. Well, I mean, it teaches you a lot. I mean, they're little tiny three minute stories, so it, it's like doing a short film in a sense. I mean, they do teach you a ton. Yeah, Michael Bay. Um, but Bay is. I mean, the, Michael like, Jackson videos yeah. are more like a short film, though. <laughs> anybody, anybody um, else oh, is like I think in the world. Who was I was I was looking up. I think it was Favre. Favre's done as well um, some some different music stuff as well. Uh, anyway, we could get we could we could go off on just directors' careers as a whole show. Um, any other thoughts on Terminator Salvation? Uh, because we have run a little a little smidge long, but not too long. Tyler, you haven't oh, said much here not... in a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, Tyler. To be honest, like I was just I kind of liked the movie a little bit more after listening to everybody. I was just like, man, I guess right. I was a little bit wrong about this. You're like, you're like, I oh, was all right. oh. <laughs> I was I was kind of bored, but like it makes all <laughs> it makes sense. I was like, all right, yo. All right. I'm a little better about it. I don't know. Um <laughs> that's what the real studies. I will for. say, um yeah. oh wait, go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just talk talk a little bit more about Shane Hurlbut, because I feel like, you know. Like I, I, what I feel bad that he was, you know, like, um, unprofessionally yelled at by Christian Bale on this, but, um, because he's he's excellent. He's done some really incredible work. One of the things I love about Shane is that he always, like, I've I've followed his work for a, for a while now, and like I've, he, one of the reasons I really like him too is because he he likes to give back to it. So there's he has a whole like mm. his own like academy, if you will, where you can like mm. really learn. A lot of stuff he's done with his own like workshops that people attended um and he really like he was really also a champion of like when dslr filmmaking like really became a thing back in like 2010 2011 ish and we started using like a lot of cannons to shoot things he actually made a whole film called act of valor oh that was him real that's on cannons yeah, that was him that was all shot on Canon. Yeah, yeah DSLRs. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he was the DV for that. And so, like, so the Navy SEALs are terrible actors. Right. But, like, sure. yeah. But the movie's beautiful. But then when it comes right. to like, the action, like, yeah, it's insane. But, yeah, so he's, yeah. This, I, he did I, Need I, for I really Speed, Brian. He did Need yeah, for Speed. Yeah, that's for that's speed. one of my favorite oh. everybody hates movies. He did We Are Marshall. He did We Are Marshall. He did, yeah. um, so he works so with McGee. Yeah, he's worked with McGee quite a few times. So, and there's like one particular scene in this film that I really love, which is basically the opening, um, or that, that opening action sequence with the helicopters and everything. When we mm -hmm. first see, John. there's that whole like one long take that we shot where like you go in and out of the helicopter, and, mm -hmm. and then that's all, that's all like, you know, Shane's brain mm -hmm. working there well. with with the sequence. Like, he, yeah, he, he also did shot. Into the Blue. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a few like off one. You know? The oh, the uh, skulls! Wow, that movie's old. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, uh, yeah, the babysitter like, into the he did the TV series Into the Badlands, which is got a lot of like, waste movies. deep. Uh, that was a solid swing vote. Yeah, he went from swing vote to Terminator Salvation. Quite a shift in like what's yeah. happening. And like semi pro, he did semi pro. That's right <laughs> with Will Ferrell. Um, but it. yeah, have fun, have fun yeah. with the movies you make. <laughs> you exactly. Know, exactly. Reminds me of a little bit, like the, his like aesthetic and style. Like, yeah, it kind of yeah. has like the same vibe. Like, it, if Greg Fraser shot Salvation, I think it would have been like interesting too. But... Oh yeah, yeah, it would have been yeah, yeah. So, oh, let that man but... do a, a Terminator movie. I think. Oh, <laughs> let, let him shoot one. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the creator was kind of the Terminator. Do you think James Cameron will ever come back and do one more? No. Yes, he already said go. Dark Fate was the last no. one he was going to do. Yeah. 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 No. Mm-hmm. Unless he has a dream. Other than that, I don't really see it happening. Oh, no. I think it'll have to be after Avatar 87. Yeah, no, he uh, dreamed about blue people for a long time. That seems to be no, what he, he no, thought he about. about no, red like for sure. Red people. He'll be yellow too. He might as well just go through the whole. Just, just a rainbow of people. Oh, um, Roy Jib, Roy Jib. Oh, That's the new <laughs> name of his movie. He can appropriate. Avatar. I know, right? It's called Roy Jib. Yeah. yeah. James Cameron. Um, it's Roy Jib. I just, I just, I just want to, I just want to say in this film, um, I feel like this moment would have been a good moment to kind of like pull from the past a little bit. So. Um, I understand. I I get why John is skeptical of Marcus because it makes sense when you find out that a person you let into your camp is a freaking like cybernetic. <laughs> like it makes sense that you're like, you know, you 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 string them up and who are you and what are you doing and all kind of stuff. But also, mm-hmm. I feel like did you, did they forget that they know that they reprogrammed one to go back into the future? So reprogram this one. Well, that's in the like, future. Hack into this one. That they haven't done that. I know, but it's like, yeah, they haven't done that. I'm just, oh yeah, that's very true. That's very true. They haven't done that. Marcus was the biggest chink in his armor. When you think about it, because if it wasn't for biggest chink in his armor, yeah, because no, no, but think about it. He, he, his people around him were so focused on him being a futurist. He knew what was going to happen. Marcus was not on his radar, and it all the Terminators that he was, they were safe from. One got right into the camp. And that mm-hmm. was right. a spooky big push on his pride. Yeah. 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 It would rattle you to the core. You'd be the shell of the man. Oh, wait, that's the I discussion from the previous I just, film. I just Sorry. like the film more now. I'm wouldn't terrible. it be wouldn't it be interesting though if he did go back to the tapes and then Sarah did say something about Marcus? It'd be great because then I mean, the timeline would, would be constantly changing. That'd be very interesting. Yeah, yeah it'd be constantly oh, yeah, changing. I would I would think that would yeah. just be very interesting if she did if he did go back to the tapes and be like, did I miss something? Yeah. You know? It's like, oh this yeah, just, just to remind you, like, like, just like another tape, like like another tape popped up Breaking because the, the time is like always changing. Like, a, tape, a tape would just kind of manifest <laughs> sitting there, just all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's just like it's just there. Yeah, yeah. I was just like Inch. too many other time <laughs> timeline movies we've done this with. Uh, I think. Side B to this tape. That's a <laughs> yeah, tape. but I mean, the B side, so Sarah much Connor, with, Yeah, people yeah. have done so much stuff with like timeline and going back and paradoxes and this and this. You'll disappear, but then you'll come back if you fix this little thing that led up to this that like we our brains has so much of what we think a timeline could be or what it because it didn't mm-hmm. with the mcu bringing in the multiverse and being like no 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 it doesn't change your present but it, it changes another like thing and it, like it doesn't yeah. change your future it changes like, like another thing thanks end game our brains are just, just like saying. our brains yeah, are yeah, just yeah. like what's the time what do they do I what's, what's time about this on right. my star trek channel That's because awesome. Time never works the same way in Star Trek. And people were arguing with me. I was like, first of all, I'm not wrong. Um, (laughs) Second of all, have a good day. (laughs) Here's some examples about why. First of all, you must be new here. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. No thanks. (laughs) I love that this, we kind of get an idea of continuity, but I also, for me, like the timeline it's not established because it doesn't need to be to be honest like i the evolution of the characters over time and that may be a different conversation for next week but i (laughs) think that this week 
um, when we're kind of like, where does this fall? And you mentioned that law. I, I, I don't mind the idea that there may have been branches in time. I don't mm-hmm. personally think that that maybe happened in this movie. But that's not to say that, again, in this alternate multiversal Terminator timeline that there couldn't have been. Um, that's always a possibility. Yeah. But I like stuff like that. Like to mm-hmm. me, like that's the fun of like film is I can like I have all these possibilities in my head that can happen. Like I take what mm-hmm. they put on screen and I'm like, that's cool. But then I can go have conversations with my friends and be like, but what if if they did this? And right. to me, that's what to me that'll lift the rating of a film higher than maybe something sure. you put in the film. I'll be like, you know yeah, what? You, you might get a- nothing to talk about is boring. Boring, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah. might get a six because I have thoughts. That, that I wouldn't have had if I didn't watch the film. <laughs> so if you like, guys, if you guys want like, like a, a living moments. embodiment of this, watch the Green Knight, tri- uh, the Green Knight review that we did, uh, and La and Ray delve well into it, yeah. um, and and why they like didn't movie. like the movie, Love but it. have a thousand really great things to say it about pretty. it. Like it's, I did say the, it was you know, pretty. Yeah. I, I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, oh, it was like gorgeous. That. Yes. It was it was kind of like this aesthetic, kind of greeny a little bit, a little dark, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, the clothes were immaculate, you know. It was giving that... so hand sewn, okay. Okay. Pearl, pearl <laughs> stitch, okay. But that story, baby. <laughs> I was. I mean, the well, story has been around for thousands of years. You're right. But you're right. Very true. Very true. <laughs> we're gonna have to get Mr. Marvelite's take on it because everybody else on the panel has and said w- and felt. And I want to see yeah. and I and have I want to see somebody else do the story. I want to see somebody else not. do it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Green Green Knight, twenty four. Go check it out. Uh, that said, we should rate this film. Um, we actually have an, another oh, yeah. thing. Well, I have another. Me and Mister Lamarvelite and a few others have other things after this that we have to get to. So we should probably move to the ratings on this. Uh, well, no, it's it's well, it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, no. Wrap it up. <laughs> uh, no. So let's get it. Let's get a rating. Let's start with Brian. Uh, it's a 7.5 for me. 7.5. That's very specific. I like it. Tyler. Yeah. I'm going to get it. It's salvage. It's salvage. The Terminator yeah. series a little. That's like hilarious. That. Salvation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a one. No. <laughs> I'll give it a, I'm also going to give it. It was like a five, two minutes. That's a seven now after listening to everyone. Right. So nice. much nice. That's great. That. Uh, myself, I, I'm going to give this an eight, even with the ending. I, I really enjoy the aesthetic. I enjoy, yeah, yeah. I enjoy John Connor being Batman, but not Batman. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's this movie, the, the movie title here, Terminator Salvation is much like Spider-Man Homecoming. It like has other meanings. Like it very much feels right. like they knew they were trying to rekindle a dead franchise. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Ray, yeah. they were also salvaging for their life as right. in, you know, yeah. I, I get it. You guys <laughs> clever. I get it. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would probably go in between. So I would say a 7.75. I really enjoyed it. I think all of the performances did their thing. Um, I I do wish that they gave Bryce more to do. I think that she's actually a good, interesting actress. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've seen it a lot of times. I think it fits well with the timeline and the story does help continue. Um, so yeah, seven point seven five. I liked it. All right, Mr. Marlin. 
So okay. it's hard. So. <laughs> I know, right? So I would probably go. I actually like this film a whole lot more. And, and again, this is probably because, you know, they set us up to, to, to like this more than the previous film. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's obvious. And then, of course, then you look at the next films and you're like, wow, Salvation was even better than I thought it was. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it an 8.5. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's got wow. some rewatch Great. value. I love, I love the actors in this movie. I love the callbacks to the previous films, the good parts of the previous films. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and Anton Yelton, I, I love that. I love him. Okay. I, I, you mm -hmm. know, just, I wish, mm -hmm. I wish we had more time with him. So that last mm -hmm. time, but um, yeah, 8.5. I, I, I do enjoy this film. All right. Law, wrap it up for us. What's your rating for Terminator Salvation? Um, two things. That fake CGI Arnold was terrible. I meant to bring. I meant to bring that. It was up. a governor. about that. They they tore his face uh, off I as soon as they it. could. I understand. Yeah. I know, and I was like, "Thank you for burning his face off," because right. that we didn't need that. And I understand it. It was like a. It was like a body double, and they put the thing on him. I yeah, I mean, it's two thousand nine. It. it was yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, still terrible. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm just so mad that John fell for the fake Kyle voice. I was just like, bro, no, we've been through I, this. I think he knew and he was so worried it might have actually been Kyle, but every time and I'm still I feel I, you. I a little bit jumped I feel a little you. bit myself. I still did did jump. But like I yeah, think I he you. knew he was like, I probably shouldn't check. I shouldn't check. You felt like there were like hesitation. He was just like, but what if it is? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, he, he also, un he also unloaded his nine <laughs> on the Terminator's face. And I'm like, you know better than this, dude. You fought this machine before. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, so there were just moments where I was just like, come on, Kyle, you're better than this. But right. I will give this. This was better than uh, the rise of those machines because they never rose again. Um, I will give this a seven and Ooh. that's hesitant but that I means she'll watch it again it's pos possible she'll watch it again i will yep i gave it a salvation yes i gave it a salvation yes i'm trying to be like i'm trying to be more like ty all right well this <laughs> this has been the second of three parts of the terminator series we will be of course visiting terminator genesis and terminator dark fate next week uh and then you can hear us talk Thank about all what we think about every film and the whole timeline and, and, and et cetera. Uh, but yeah, uh, do follow us on all social media, uh, check out the real arena and check out, uh, every one of these wonderful hosts on their own TikToks, YouTubes, etc. Uh, follow us all. You guys have a great YouTube's evening. He will be back. Bye. He will be back. Hey, <laughs> try to salvage your evening. I don't know. Okay. Rise up and all, all right. watch the real stuff. Yeah, come on, come on, Ty. Oh, come okay. on. Don't pass judgment all, on us. All right. Keep watching. You know what I'm saying? Ty. Yeah. yeah. Good or, night. Or you'll be or you'll be or you'll be terminated. Uh Jenna. Ty, I need to bring you on for some Marvel movies. You can Genitals. want you can re review the Punisher. Oh. There would be a dark fate. The Punisher. It's your Genesis, which is the or beginning. Or we can, we can review. Uh, we can review Echo. Echo. So <laughs> this is. I'm. I'm going to keep streaming because this. I feel like we're watching a like a, a, a sort of a train wreck, but not really. Not really. <laughs>
You guys have a great evening, though. It's an abrupt stop. It's not oh, a train wreck. It's an abrupt stop. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yeah, no, I'm still going. <laughs> no, we waved twice. He's still going. Go ahead and terminate this. He played this Ray. He played I just, we I like, love catching it. Tyler's <laughs> little bits at the end. They're a little great. Time to Christian Bale out of this podcast.